Hello, and welcome to Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. Hello, Toastmasters and guests. This is Don Griffith, your podcast host. Today, I have the pleasure of being with Sue Fong. Welcome, Sue. Hi, Don. Thank you so much for having me. Sue, you're a Toastmaster, is that right? Yes, I am. What is your club? I belong to Air Park Toastmasters Club. Air Park, that's in? Scottsdale. Scottsdale, okay. We're here at your office, and I'm glad you're here with me. I know you recently traveled. Where were you traveling? I went to Korea to see my mom. I usually go to Korea to see my mom every year, but I couldn't go last year because of COVID situation, and I was so excited to see her. And then I had a wonderful time spending time with her, being with her 24 hours, seven days. Oh, this time it was 10 days together with her. And I had wonderful memories with other different events. Yeah, great. Well, I'm glad you got back safely. Thank you. I'd like to ask you to tell me about your very Mm -hmm. first Toastmaster meeting. When you first walked into a Toastmaster club as a guest... What was that like? First of all, when I found uh, Air Park Toastmasters Club, I was so excited because uh, my motivation to join the Toastmasters Club was to enhance my speaking ability and also reduce my accent, Korean accent, as you noticed already. I found it on the internet. I went there at 12.30, but they they already started at 12.05. I thought it was 12.30. In my life, I never been late into any kind of meetings. That was so embarrassing. But I went there and everybody was so quiet because one person was speaking. So I attended that meeting only for like 25 minutes. Then after that, even during the 25 minutes, I realized this is it. This is going to be the club that I I will join, and I'm going to work hard to enhance my speaking ability and also leadership skills and reduce my accents. How did you know to reach out and find a Toastmaster club? Had you heard about it? Had you seen a website? Or had a friend invited you? So interestingly, I came here... In 2000, from Korea directly to ASU to pursue my master's and doctorate degree. I went to ASU West Campus, and I realized that, oh my God, I don't belong here. Because I felt very intimidated by all those people who speak fluently. And even though I was an English teacher in Korea, I couldn't even understand what they were talking, even uh, in class, professors. So I was desperate to practice my speaking. Then on campus, there was a flyer about Toastmasters. And the flyer says, would you like to practice your speaking abilities or enhance your speaking abilities? Yes. Then I went to that meeting first time, and how embarrassing I was because 
that I thought that was just conversation class, like、uh, English conversation class that I had in Korea. But it wasn't. It wasn't conversation class. It was a speaking public speaking class, and then I felt so embarrassed because I couldn't even speak any. Even one sentence because I was so nervous. When they asked me how you got here, what was your feedback? I couldn't even say anything. I was just so nervous, embarrassed. And after that, no, that's not the club that I'm going to because that's way too advanced. Then, then around probably 15 years later, I really wanted to. Improve my speaking abilities, and then I just、uh, googled it, speaking practice, and Toastmasters popped up. Then I found the Airpark Toastmasters Club because、uh, I live in Scottsdale, and then also I think that's、uh, um, it's not serendipity, but it is God's moment that because I work from home on Thursdays. And the Aeropactos Masters Club, they meet on Thursday during lunchtime. That was the perfect moment. Everything worked out. Yes. Even <laughs> though you were 25 minutes late, <laughs> I'm sure they were glad to have you there. I hope so. <laughs> and you came back the next week at the right time. Yes, and then in three weeks after I joined, I gave my first icebreaker speech. And then at the time, interestingly, because、uh, our Aeropractos Masters Club meet at at a church, and then it was summertime, and church had、um, summer Bible study class thing going on, so they didn't open the room for us. Then we met at Denny's restaurant, and then. I prepared my icebreaker speech perfectly. I thought so, but it was a different environment, very loud, noisy. But I did it. You gave your icebreaker speech, and you felt good about it. I felt、uh, good about my speech content, not the delivery, because、uh, after I gave a speech, the evaluator she told me that. That was the best icebreaker she as she has ever heard before. That was a great, great encouragement. Then some people said some words they don't understand. They didn't understand some words that I said because of my accent. And then I had confidence at that moment. Okay. Maybe so. I'm good at writing. Then I'm gonna work on my deliveries. It actually has proven that、uh, most people in my club they love my speeches all the time. They love it, and then they can't wait until I give another speech. A lot of people, a lot of、uh, fellow Toastmasters in my club, they said I'm a role model for them because I keep.、Um, Uh, my promise is that I'm gonna deliver my speech. I never backed out when I scheduled、um, to give a speech, even though my schedule is hectic. I always、uh, kept my commitment. And that's that's called accountability. Yes, I、that's、think so. That's part of the leadership growth yes, experience yes, in yes, Toastmasters yes. is to be accountable 
to do what you promise to do mm-hmm. because it's important if you don't show up, it throws everything into chaos mm-hmm. in the meeting mm-hmm. when you don't have a speaker who is supposed to be there. Yes. And then after, probably after, I would say, two or three months, I already, given, I already have given over five speeches. Then I, I'm becoming more confident in public speaking and still, still was nervous right before I give a speech. But after that, that, the sense of fulfillment, I, I live for that. That, that sense of fulfillment, it just that, that is the thing that I am pursuing. I'm looking all the time. I don't care about whether I'm happy or not, but I care whether I feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been with that club now? I joined that club June 2018. Okay. So two years. Or three, three years. years. Three years. Three years, yes. Yeah. Great. And you're already giving back by helping the new members, sounds like. Yes. You're, yes. you're an inspiration for those oh. new members. <laughs> so as soon as I joined, in two, after two months I joined the club, I played the role as a vice president of members membership. Then the following year I did the, the vice president of education. Yeah. Vice president of education is a, an important role. <laughs> You are a me- someone I didn't know until the speech contest this last cycle in the spring because I saw you on the virtual speech contest in your division and you won and you went to the district finals yes. in the international speech contest. How was that experience for you? That was such an accomplishment because probably I think I took advantage of being virtual. If it was an in-person contest, I would have been more nervous. I would have freaked out. <laughs> but it was such an encouragement and also accomplishment. And then through that events, I felt more confidence in speaking. And then when my new job came along, I wasn't afraid or I didn't feel overwhelmed because this job requires a lot of speaking and presentation. And through the experiences at Toastmasters Club, I've already gained those kind of experiences. And then I wasn't afraid of public speaking or even presenting in front of many audience. That was just such a great moment and experience. That's what Toastmasters is for. Yes, give you confidence, give you skills and competencies. What kind of work do you do, Sue? Currently, I'm I'm the director of curriculum and instruction at Covert Education. So this company is a startup company. It has been only for five months. And I joined this club, not the club, I joined this company one and a half months ago. Okay. And before that, I was a professor at ASU. I taught there for five years. Then I moved to Grand Canyon University. But at Grand Canyon University, I was an instructional designer with the curriculum design department. And I loved my job over there. Just uh, 
being able to work with uh, college leadership and then experts, uh, industry experts, like uh, for technology, engineering, even FBI director, all those people. I got to meet those people and made great connections with them. We've heard how you found Toastmasters originally. And it seems to me that you've overcome most of those early fears. You're no longer afraid to speak. Your English is excellent. You've mastered that. Thank you. And you have applied the skills and the things you've learned in Toastmasters in your daily life. You've accomplished a lot. But I understand you recently signed on with the Speakers Bureau, the District 3 Speakers Bureau. Yes. Tell me about the Speakers Bureau and why you are involved. When I went to Speakers Bureau's meeting first time, I was uh, astonished by their their willingness to help other people. That I was so encouraged and motivated by their 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 act of kindness. I said, oh my gosh, wow, those people, I mean, just spending their time to help other people. So that was a great, great encouragement for me, and I need those skills first. And, and the reason that I joined Speakers Bureau is because I still have a lot way to go to practice my English and improve my English. I really like to articulate when I speak, and I still can remember like uh, good words or big words when I want to speak articulate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need those kind of skills and also for evaluation. So the Speakers Bureau, they give uh, evaluation on the spot. I say that's a little bit different from Toastmasters Club because at the Toastmasters Club, when you are an evaluator, you have at least five or ten minutes to prepare. But at a Speakers Bureau, you don't have that moment. After speakers is done, you are on right away. I am overwhelmed to be an evaluator in this situation. But I need more practice because practice makes perfect, but I don't want to be perfect, but just natural. And then I want to, I want to, I want to be sound like a natural speaker or evaluator, and also I'd like to learn how how I can inspire other people like those people at Speakers Bureau. I think you're already inspiring people, and the fact that you're helping <laughs> with the Speakers Bureau is a good sign that you're. You, you're willing to help. You want to help. And you need help. And it goes both ways. According to what I've heard, Speakers Bureau has a number of different kind of members. Mm-hmm. There are some mm-hmm. professional speakers there. Mm-hmm. Yes. There are some members who have given some outside speeches, but not necessarily professionally, and want to advance. And then there are Toastmasters who see something beyond the regular meeting experience that they want mm-hmm. to learn. Mm-hmm. And I believe Speakers Bureau has something for all of those people. Yes. Where do you put yourself in that category? 
Do you do any professional speaking now? Mm-hmm. I know you, in your job you said you have to speak, but that's different. That is different, yeah. yes. I'm, I'm not interested in paid speaker, but I'd like to... I'd like to just inspire other people through speaking. And then people, when I talk, even like my friends or family, even Toastmasters, my fellow Toastmasters, they always love my stories. They always love my speeches. And then all the time whenever, whenever I give speeches, they said, just so inspiring. I have so many stories in my life because I went through so many difficulties. Just coming here from Korea directly without knowing anyone 20 years ago, I explored everything by myself. And I went through all those adversities, obstacles, so many things. And at this moment, currently, when one and a half months ago, when I started this job, I had an interview with my CEO, and my CEO's first comment was, I never had anyone who has as many degrees as you are. <laughs> and I was just a goal-oriented person when I, working, when I was working on my degrees. But right now, I just want to inspire other people by being an example. And, and this is a great opportunity, a speaker's bureau too, and also fellow, uh, my Airpark Toastmasters Club. Just want to improve my leadership skills, speaking abilities from everywhere, anywhere I go. <laughs> Before we started the recording, you were telling me a story about a former student mm-hmm. who you taught in Korea many, many years ago. Can you tell us a short version of that story and on what what she did to to uh, connect with you? Okay. Yes. So six months ago, all of a sudden, I got a message from stranger, and then she said, "Oh, I was your student twenty five years ago in Korea." And then, is it you that I'm looking for? You're my teacher? And then, yes, that's me. And then, I'm sorry, I don't remember you. And then, so through that connection, we were able to meet in person when I was in Korea a month ago. And then she told me all the events or all the memories that I don't remember any of those. I guess I made an impact in her life. That's why she remembered all of those. And then she was trying to find me 10 years from um, 10 years ago, since 10 years ago. And finally, when she finally found me and we met at the restaurant, she was just trembling because she was so nervous, and then that was so cute. She told me that I changed her life because, uh, well, at that time in Korea, as a teacher, we were allowed to hit students for discipline purpose. And I disciplined her because uh, she got caught by smoking at school. In Korea, smoking as a student, that is almost the equivalent to doing drugs here. Through that event, 
she changed her behavior. She had stopped uh, hanging out with bad kids, and she worked ha- worked hard uh, when she was in high school. And after graduation of high school, she got a job, and she started looking for me. She is now 40 years old, and that was just uh, such a wonderful moment. And then I, it made me reflect that even though you don't know when you impact other people, but people, even just uh, one word or one kind word or even just any kind of your behavior, you don't know whether you're going to make an impact or um, make a bad expression or yeah, just like any kind of impression. So made me reflect and think again, like, oh, wow. So every moment is, is there is nothing that you cannot just to um, neglect. It's just really important. And then like, just, just doing acts of kindness all the time. I think that's important. Well, Toastmasters provides many of those yes. kinds of moments. We mm-hmm. are, by definition, trying to help people. We're trying to teach them better to be better communicators mm-hmm. and leaders. And we designed our evaluation program to be positive yeah. and constructive. When it's done right, you get a good evaluation, and you can improve your mm-hmm. speech using that information. Yes. A lot of opportunities to mm-hmm. make an impact. And you've been in for three years now, and I'm sure you've made an impact on some members at Air Park that you don't even realize. I hope so. And <laughs> I maybe, think so. And maybe... Yes. Years from now, they will come up to you, and they maybe they will be a professional speaker, or they will be mm-hmm. an accomplished leader, and say, "Sue, I want to thank you for all that help you gave me in Toastmasters." You just never know. So, one of the best things uh, that I did at Airpark Toastmasters was uh, finding a mentor. So I found a mentor, and she and I became a. Do you know the term friend tour? It's friend plus mentor. I've not heard that before. It's a, it's a friend tour. I gave a speech about friend tour and speaking about her. She she is such a great mentor. She became one of the she became my best friend in the states. I I learned a lot from her and always She's just encouraging me all the time. And then whenever I said to her, and she said, it goes both ways. We are in a symbiotic relationship. It's not just one way. You inspire me a lot. And then I said, how so? <laughs> and then she goes, you, your commitment, your persistence, those, that kind of things that I inspire her. But I didn't know that I inspire her because that's my just, uh, that, that's who I am. Who was this great mentor, friend tour? Her name is Alison Ridford. We've been, we've been great friends since I joined Toastmasters Club. That is, and also, it is, this is my introduction all the time when I give speeches at Toastmasters. My introduction, my bio, I, I always tell them, Toastmasters is the best professional development I've ever had. It is the best, best professional development. I always 
make commitments to go to Toastmasters Club. But now, because uh, I was in Korea for two weeks, and then before that, I was uh, taking COVID test for international travel. And then the, because of time conflict, I missed, uh, I would say, like a month. And I felt very mm-hmm. sorry for my club. Yeah. But it's just the best, best professional development. My manager at GCU, when I was an instructional designer, she noticed it right away after, I would say, six months after I joined Toastmasters. She goes, oh, wow, Sue, what, do you have, what have you been doing these days? I said, why? She goes, because uh, you started to speak up. You started uh, voicing your opinions. And then you gave us great feedback, and then you raised all the good questions. You didn't do it before. Six months. Wow. And then I realized that, oh my gosh, so for any kind of meetings, then always a speaker or presenter will say, like, any questions after that. Then most people don't ask any questions. I always raise my hand and ask questions because that is from being an evaluator and also uh, being a speaker at Toastmasters Club because I gained analytical skills through just joining the clubs and then um, while they are talking and then, oh, this part they didn't explain enough and then why. So it's just analytical skills that I value so much right now and also I need that a lot for my job right now and analytical skills and asking questions all the time. Listening. Listening, you yes, through listening, listener. yes. You really yes. have to pay attention. Yes, yes. So that is the best professional development. And you don't, you don't even spend money on it. When I yeah. was looking for a club or any kind of uh, speaking practice to improve my speaking abilities in the beginning, I was willing to pay $100 a month. Yeah. Well, for anybody listening out there who is not a Toastmaster, who may resonate with what Sue is talking about, you need to know that Toastmasters is very cost-effective. The annual dues for a regular member are $90 a year. That's not $90 a week. It's not $90 a month. It's $90 a year. That's about the cost of a cheap cup of coffee Every week. If you can spend two bucks a week on a coffee, you can afford Toastmasters. Now you just need to be like Sue. You have to be (laughs) dedicated to improving yourself and go out there and find one. Sue, this has been a great interview. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. I'm sure there are people out there listening, and I'm hoping some of those non-Toastmasters got something from you that they needed. They needed that little extra spark a little push to have them go out because you've you've described situations that are a lot more difficult than most people here in the states would go through to get to a toastmaster club so congratulations on joining toastmasters for being in the contest for being in speakers bureau and all other things what is your next step for your speaking and leadership skills I would say my next step is just keep improving my skills and then go out there as much as possible and spread 
this wonderful, wonderful experience that I had, and I'd like to inspire people. Because until I joined the Toastmasters Club, I didn't know what, I, what my talent is. And then at the Toastmasters Club, they found my talent, and they told me during evaluation. Then how is it possible? I didn't know that I had that kind of talent. And then because they assured me that you have that talent, and now I am developing that talent more in depth. That is my next step, and I'd like to, I'd like to delve into my talent and spread it out and to be a conduit of blessings to others. You've told us that you joined Toastmasters to improve yourself, but you found that they not only helped you to improve, but you found a new purpose, and that's helping people. If someone wanted to reach out to you and get some, some of that energy from you that's just pouring over me right now <laughs> and coming through on these microphones, how can they reach you? They can reach at me, my phone number, 602-309-7826 or email sufeng, S-U, without E, S-U-F-O-N-G, 0408 at gmail.com. Okay. So sufeng0408 at gmail.com. And that phone number once again? Phone number is 602-309-7826. When you reach out to me, you have to text me first to let you let let me know who you are. Otherwise, I won't answer because I think I will consider that it's going to be spam. Well, welcome to the modern world where that, <laughs> that next phone call that comes in might be a robocall. <laughs> Stick with it. I think anybody who wants to reach out to Sue, it'll be worth the effort to do that. Sue, thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is a great interview. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed talking to you. Thank you, Don. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this edition of Grand Canyon Echoes, the voice of District 3 Toastmasters. To volunteer to be featured on the podcast or to suggest future topics, write podcast at aztoastmasters.org. That email again is podcast at aztoastmasters.org. Toastmasters International and all other Toastmasters International trademarks and copyrights are the sole property of Toastmasters International. This podcast is independent of Toastmasters International. It is not endorsed by, sponsored by, affiliated with, or otherwise connected with Toastmasters International, other than for the use of the name Toastmasters International.